Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McCart, IFL TV, probably sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with the IBO Federal World Champion, Jazza Dickens. Jazza, this is take two, take three. Trying to get this take off. Everything good? Yes, all good, and yourself? You're good, man. Just making sure that camera's set up and Wi-Fi is all good to, to rock and roll. We'll find out now. We'll find out. Well, listen, yeah, I want to get you on because it's the start of the year. Um, I just want to get your, your, your analysis of your career in 2022, you had two fights, two wins, and you picked up a, a piece of the puzzle in that IBO belt. So, yeah, how do you feel like 22 went? Yeah, I would have liked to be more active, and definitely would have liked to be more active because the two of our three fights last year, but we had two, and then we had one that was important. I mean, probably uh, I've been British champion before, European champion, and then. Um, Probably the most important title I would say that I've won in my career, the IBO. So I'm probably the most furthest down the line I've ever been. I'm grateful to be IBO world champion. Yeah. Like I said, to you, it's probably not the it's definitely it's not the most recognised of the the major belts. You have got the major four, but then you have got the IBO. But as a piece of the puzzle, it is that sort of carrot to entice some of the the guys that are above you in the rankings, the guys that hold the other four belts to to. To obviously to try and fight you and try and get them fights on. Is that how you see this? Yeah, well, I see it as and it's it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good achievement. You know what I mean, it, it sometimes I I'll dismiss my achievements because I know I need to go further and I've got to win more. But what I do know about the IBF, it's a, it's a fight. It's a world. If you haven't got a world title, it's one that, that you, it, there's no fighter that wouldn't take it if they haven't got one. If that makes sense. So if you haven't got one, it is one. And if you have got all your titles then you can say it's not a world title so it's, it's one of them it's in the middle so and what what, what happens is when you don't fight for a 12 round title and mm-hmm. you come out the ring and you say I know that we're in a real fight in terms of it we're in a 12 three minute fight we're in a real fight you know what I mean yeah. so when you're fighting for, and defending the IBO world title you win it you're defending it you, you're fighting 12 round t- title fights so that's against people who are um, ranked in the top 10 of the world so yeah I mean, for 2023, you mentioned that you wanted to stay a little bit more active in 2022. So this year, we have you got anything lined up for the beginning of this year, the first sort of quarter of this year? Yeah, we we we'll have announced a fight soon, and um, and hopefully that all going well. We have four fights in this year, and definitely want to uh, be unifying the IBO and winning another world title. Have you had your choice then? Of all the champions, I mean. Who would you who would you want to go? You've got Lopez, you've got Wood, you've got Ray Vargas, 
So who would you who would you prefer to face coming in twenty twenty three or the, the world champions in this division? All them and all them, any of them and all them. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I actually wouldn't think of. I wouldn't think of like a uh, one. It's not personal. I just want all them belts. You know what I mean, whoever's got them. And by the time I even fight them people, they might not even have the belt. So this time, a few months ago, what I've learned is that I'd be calling out Josh Warrington. You know what I mean? Now Josh has got fuck all that interest to me. So what? What? You know what I mean? I'll, at least I'll fight him. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> Any of them on all of them. Um, whoever's got the titles, really. Um, Michael Conlon, if he wins it. I'd, be, I'd rather fight Michael Conlon over... I'd rather Michael Conlon win a world title against the Mexican fella that I've heard that he's going to fight and then fight Michael. I'd rather do that than fight the Mexican fella. It makes more sense for me to fight him. I would rather fight Lee Wood than fight Lara, Lara if, if Lee Wood wins because it benefits me and me more because it's, it's in England or it be in Ireland and I'm from England and staying in Ireland. So, any of them really, Andy, you... you Sometimes beggars can't be choosers in this situation. I mean, I just want to unify and um, I just want to make the fights happen. What I have realised is that when you get to this level, uh, it's not so easy. And you can look at it from a that camera's slipping head in it. You can look at it from a fan's perspective. And fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> hell, was that going down or was that camera going up? <laughs> so you can look at it from a, a, a fan's perspective and say, what the fuck's up with all these people? Why don't they want to fight each other? And it's not that they don't want to fight each other. It's just that sometimes it's. It, it's impossible, you know what I mean? It yeah. just does not work. It just doesn't work that way. And I could go on and on and on about the politics. Truth is, I don't know the full, the full, full um, extent of the politics. You know what I mean? So that's just the way it is. I just hopefully, hopefully that I can get the fights made that the fans want to see. When you when you talk about obviously the world champions, you've got uh, Lee Wood. He's fighting Lara. That fight's been made. Looks like uh, for the, uh, it's been made for the February eighteenth in Nottingham. I just want to get your, your thoughts on that fight because we, we all know Laura this side of the, the pond and uh, we all know Lee Wood. So when you look at the fight, how do you see it? Um, I, I think that it's, it's... I think Lara is a tough fight for anyone. I think Lee Wood's a tough fight for anyone. I think that... I, Lara's still, like, fresh and he's, he's not experienced, you know? Mm. People say... People have a lot of fear for fear around him that uh, what he's... He's doing to fighters and stuff like that. But if he hadn't beat, if he hadn't beat Josh Warrington, we still wouldn't know who he was. And the truth is that he didn't beat the best Josh Warrington. But Josh Warrington would never be the best unless he's the underdog. He's the underdog fighter. Josh Warrington would probably be better now than he was in his last few fights. Only that he had to fight his mandatories and he felt like he was above them. The truth is he's not above them because he's that type of fighter where he's the underdog. So it's a bit of a, a mad thing there where there's, He's the underdog. When he's not the underdog, he's not the favourite. But when he is the underdog, he is the favourite. That's how I see Josh Warrington. Josh Warrington. So, um, if he hadn't beat Josh Warrington, then if if he Josh Warrington done better against them, if he was already the champion, that's what I think. But he took his eye off the ball because that's that's the side of fight Josh is, you know. And then I don't know that's why Josh won't fight me because there's not an end for him. He's not the underdog. That's why he's calling for the big fights and he deserves, he needs them. He just doesn't want to be staying around that level because look what's happened to him now that he has. Yeah. Obviously, with the, I know you want to unify against these other world champions, but it looks like they're going to be tied up. Now, can I throw a name at you? I'll you fight him. I'll fight him. You've almost said the name. 
doesn't matter. I'll fight him. Right, attitude. But the name I was going to say, I know you would fight him, is Kiko Martinez. Now, we know oh, no. him very No. <laughs> I would have guessed No, what? I was, I, I was supposed to fight Kiko Martinez for the European champion, for the European, the European title. Fucking hell, years ago, the fight before I fought Rugondo. And he and we we were signed to fight. We actually signed a contract to fight each other, and he got and then he got a, he got an opportunity. He pulled out because he got a, a chance to fight Leo Santa Cruz in WBC, and then I pulled out against the fellow who come after him to go and fight for the against Rugondo for the WBA. So yeah, we should have fought down the line years ago, but happily fight Kiko. Yeah, happily one hundred percent. And yeah, of course we could. That's the, that's the thing. It's a fight that we all know Kiko here because we know that. He's faced guys like Carl Frampton, Scott Quigg, um, Kid Galahad, obviously. We know that what happened in that fight. It's Josh Wongton, Jordan Gilwitt lately. So he's, he's fought a lot of our fighters on this side uh, in the UK and Ireland. Um, so we know him very well. He's won big fights and he's lost the big fights. So that's a great fight for you to see where you are in terms of that world level. He's an ex-world champion and he's beat good fighters on this side of the uh, in the UK as well. So um, it's a dangerous fight for you and a fight that probably if you can't get the world champions Kiko's probably that fighter that stands in that sort of no man's land underneath the world champions so that would be a great fight yeah no Alans, it, it will be a great fight but it's not a dangerous fight I know stylistically and no years ago he was supposed to be measuring the stick for everyone and he's still measuring the stick now you know what I mean I think it's unfair to sit call him measuring the stick you know what I mean because he has been world champion and then I don't know. When, when, it's just the way boxing is. When, when you're high, you're high. P- people think you're the best thing. But then when you're low, you're low. You know what I mean? It's important to keep your, your confidence no matter what. And that's why I say he's not a, he's not a dangerous fight for me. I play a fight in there. I mean, again, I, I, I put a, I've been talking to a lot of people when we talk about boxing uh, around at New Year's or whatnot. I always say that the featherweight division for me is, is, is my favourite division. I mean, it's... The world titles are getting exchanged left, right and centre. You're all passing them around each other. Uh, you're fighting each other. All the top guys are fighting each other. Um, and you've got talented fighters up and down the whole division, not just here. You've obviously got Josh Warrington, Lee Wood, yourself, Mick Conlon. Do you know what I mean? Um, Isaac Dogbo's got a good fight uh, coming up against uh, Ramirez. Um, you've got R- Rob Z Ramirez. You've got that Lopez. You've got Lara. You've got Ray Vargas. You've got Figueroa, Mark McZyle. Um, I guess the list can go on and on. It's a dangerous, dangerous division, and I absolutely it is my favorite division right now. So, twenty twenty three, with all the names I've rattled off, if you get a little bit of luck and you know what I mean, the 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 right sort of guidance into the where you need to go, I mean, it's going to be an exciting year for you. Yeah, I I need the um, I need the the help of the fans to be honest, man, because promoters will not. Promoters aren't going to give me the chance that I deserve. I, I honestly believe I, I'm, I'm avoided massively, and I'll explain why I think that. Oh, I believe that. Obviously, I'm not the only fighter in the world, and I'm not the only fighter who works hard. And I'm not the only one who deserves the opportunity, but I need the help of the fans to be calling for the fights to get the fights made because um, I don't think without it right now, it's going to be hard to get the fights because I've lost a few fights and I'm in the who needs him club. Do you know what I mean? Why I say it? Why I say I'm avoided because people would say to me, yeah, no one's interested in you, Jazz. Well, what did you get out of fighting? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. But since I've won the IBO World Title, I still haven't been called out, not once. You know what I mean? Mm. Why, when, when does that happen? Like every time I've had the title, held the title, I've never ever been called out. 
there's no one who's like I don't I couldn't tell you one person who's who's ever called for a fight with me. And now if I, if I'm not that good, why don't he just call for a fight with me and blast me head off when he gets the opportunity? It, it just doesn't happen, lads. So I need the help of the fans to push me and to um I need to keep doing what I'm doing, obviously first and foremost, and I've got a great team behind me. But yeah, I need to maybe it's because I don't um, shout me my, shout, shout me mouth off enough and you know I mean I'm not that type of fighter who um want to be a little be honest, a just disrespectful little prick and, and, and just just be a wanker, you know what I mean? Who likes them people and no one likes them, you know what I mean? We watch them though. That's the thing, isn't it? That's why YouTube boxing is so good because it's full of disrespectful little pricks. <laughs> and that's the super boxing, isn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you one of them called Jazza. <laughs> Walk right onto that one, did I? <laughs> Obviously, I'm far from you. <laughs> no, you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is, and people like to see it. People do like to see it, but they also hate to see it as well. They don't support them people, and as soon as they lose, they say, "Ah, <laughs> there's that yeah. little brick gone." You know what I mean? Where's the next little brick we can we can watch lose? That's just the way it is, and I don't want to be <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um... Obviously, I think it's great what they do for boxing, and I think it's great that they've got eyes on boxing, but I don't want to be that guy, and because. Yeah. I value my um, the respect that I've got from the fans. I respect. I, I just I, I love being that that type of fighter where fans respect you yeah, yeah. for the for, for the hard work that you have put in. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that that knobhead. You know what I mean? I just don't want to be that guy. And so so and I'm, I'm happy. For... Yeah, that's the right. I think that's the right way to go about it. To be honest, Jazza. Um, but to be honest with you, mate, I'm going to be a disrespectful dickhead if I get one of them. <laughs> They might misfits causing that. I just want one more fight before I get too old. <laughs> are you fighting that you're on it? Are you fighting well, I'm that? Trying. I'm trying my best, mate. I'm trying to get on it. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully fingers crossed uh, I can get on the one in May. That's that's sort of like what I'm gunning for. Who's the promoter? Like misfits, like KSI and Carl Sowland and all them guys. So <laughs> you said that was if I should know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> KSI, come on, lad. Pull your finger out. You need Andrew McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> Who were you when I was Andrew McCarthy on the channel? And he'll even do his own interviews. Exactly. I'll just talk to myself. I'll just talk to myself. Yeah. Jazz, I'll just put one more question to you then. Um, I know you're in the gym there. I don't know if you're starting a session or finishing a session and you probably want to go and relax. But your ideal 2023, I know who you would love to fight come the end of 2023. You would love that Lee Wood rematch, wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and yeah. Um, I was supposed to fight Lee Wood a few months ago. They asked me to want to fight. I came to Ireland, training for it. Oh, and I was so, so happy. I was so happy. Tony called me. He said, Jazz, got to fight there with Lee Wood. Um, do, do you want it? I, I, I was in, I was, I'd just come out to fair with my kids. And um, like, I just like <laughs> weirdly walked behind this truck where no one was and put the phone down. And just screamed at the top of my lungs, yes! <laughs> and I come back out like as if nothing, nothing has happened. <laughs> the relief, the relief I felt on that, I was going to get him. It was just unbelievable because I know I've got his number. Mm. I know for a fact I've got his number. Um, I, the, the, the last I heard, he was leaving it with Ben Davison. Now, Ben's a good coach. And Ben, Ben being the coach that he is, I think it's important. I'm not having a go with Ben here, but 
the Alfred to say, like, he's got good relationship with his fighters and he's not going to go into the fight if he can't see a way of winning. Mm. Now, Ben does a lot of studying and it's okay being, how can you say, he, not emotional he, when it comes to coaching, but how does he beat Jazz? He doesn't know how he beats Jazz because you can't watch me in one fight. And look for the way to beat me. And then you can look at another fight and say, if that Yaz turns up, now we have to prepare for two Yazes. And now you can watch another fight and say, ah, we have to prepare for three Yazes. So Ben Davidson hasn't got a way around beating me. Um, he doesn't need Yazza. That That's the situation, I believe. That's, mm. that's why when the, the fight got left last year, the fight got left with Ben. It was pretty much done in my head that I came to Ireland the same for it. I, I was telling people that we fought the fight. And um, then all of a sudden we had nothing of it. So then he's fight. So I just believe that. <coughs> he, he, I just believe Ben can't figure me out. And if he can, I, you know, I, I'll take my hands off to him. I, t- I, do think he's a, I do think he's a good coach, actually, Ben. He's a really good coach. But I believe, personally, I spoke to Ben when we was in, um, was in Dubai a few months ago. I was speaking to Ben and him and the lads out the gym, they tried to convince me how I had lead punches. But little did they, well, they did know that I've, I've, I've fought him and I've been in the ring with him and I've took his best shot. You know what I mean? And I don't know why they were trying to convince me. No, no, he does. And I was saying, no, no, he doesn't. It, it's, you might be telling me that he hits your hands hard, but my, my chin is obviously a lot tougher than a lot, a lot of people's chins. And, um, and your hands, so that that's where that's where it was left. Uh, if I could go back in time, I'd say, you know what, lads, he's right. He punches like a mule, and I would never want to get it off him again. And I believe if it did, I believe we'd have to fight now. <laughs> so, now when you look back in hindsight, and you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what would I do different? And mm. if I could go back, I'd say, yeah, <laughs> you know what, lads, he's right. If the hardest punch you've ever fought in your life. Well, to be fair, man, it's good to see guys like Lee Wood and yourself and doing more because you, you, Lee Woods came up the hard way, you came up the hard yeah. way, so the pair of you have done it, done it hard. Uh, you've, 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 you've chosen to go through the small hall, now you have made it. So it's good to see the pair of you and you are both nice lads, so hopefully you both can get it on again because um, uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a great fight in my eyes. And uh, yeah, so fingers crossed. Listen, Jazza, keep training hard, man. And hopefully 2023 you get them them opportunities again. And uh listen, yeah, you're probably one of the nicest guys I know in boxing. So it's good to see speak to you again, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you for talking to me, and thank you for having me on the channel. Appreciate it. Anytime you know you always every time I message you, you always say yes, no matter what. So listen, I appreciate it as well, Jazza. Oh, it's good for me, and it's good for me as well. It's a massive platform for me, isn't it? And it keeps me relevant and stuff like that. Fighters complain a lot, don't they? When they, uh, they say, why is he getting all the coverage? Why is he getting all the coverage? Because fighters have to put in the hard work too mm. and turn up to the interviews. And so I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. My pleasure as always, Jazza. Listen, keep training hard, man. I'll speak to you soon, brother. You too, brother. Thank you. Yes, Sports Social Podcast Network.